Hello and welcome to 2BS Till Takeoff, the podcast inspired by conversations overheard at the airport bar. Join Phil as he grabs a couple of beers and chats with interesting people from around the world, sharing expert knowledge and hilarious stories that you won't find in your guidebook. So pull up a stool and get ready for an adventure as we explore worlds of travel and beyond with 2BS Till Takeoff. Four hours in a Taliban headquarters. I had dog meat in Laos. Was it golden retriever? Smack a dirty old smooch <laughs> on our beautiful fish right here. We didn't die, but we fell down the side of the mountain. Hello and welcome to Happy Hour. My name is Phil, and t- in today's top five, we're going to do a bit of a situational exercise. The situation is your passport gets restricted to five countries. Which five are we going to pick? So this will be at the end of the episode. But now, let's get to meet our guest. Max is a videographer, backpacker, and TikToker from Massachusetts. As a kid, he fell in love with filming skiing videos, which eventually led him to his career of videography. His job brought him to some crazy experiences this past year, including working on a party boat in Croatia, which we'll definitely have to get into, a leech attack in Thailand, and sitting at a table full of billionaires at the biggest tech conference in the world. At 23, he's visited 16 countries, but now has a goal to visit every single country in the world. Welcome to the show, Max. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I'm uh, excited to be here. What's going on with you, dude? Not much. Just I uh, just got back from Europe, like four months in Europe. So I'm just kind of hanging out at home, uh, planning the next next big trip and editing a lot of videos. That's for sure. Awesome. That, yeah. I, I fucking love I fucking love Europe, man. Europe's a, it's I feel like it's a great first destination for for a North American. Right. Because it, it's like there's there's it's just so well. It's just so well done. You know what I mean? Like transit's yeah, yeah. really good. The food's amazing. Almost everybody speaks English. It's it's like a great first uh, continent. I feel like if oh, people yeah. are looking to, yeah. to to dip into traveling, right? Yeah, and everything's like everything's close together. You can get the stuff by train, by bus. You can be like in a new, a completely new culture within like an hour train ride. So it's just perfect new to hop around, see everything. Yeah, yeah. The euro, you got the euro language. Everything, everything's so so much easier than than other places for sure. Yeah. So how did you get into traveling? Um, that's a great question. And I'm honestly not even totally sure. I think the main thing, the main thing I think is, is really videography. I, uh, back when I was in, in college, I got really into a bunch of these like travel videographers, like heard of like Sam Colder or, uh, Carl Shakur, guys like that, who are yeah, they're, they're, they're like, they're like cinematic, cinematic photographers or videographers who just are in a different country every week doing amazing things, skydiving, like cliff jumping, cool stuff like that. And I think that that stuff, just seeing that just inspired me. I want to see new things. I want to make videos of those things. I want to feel inspired. And I think that just like being stimulated in a new country all the time is just like the best way to learn about the world, learn about yourself, see, see new things. So it's really, it's really the videography that kind of led me into travel. Nice. Yeah. And yeah. And I mean, for people who haven't, who don't already know you, they definitely have to go check out your TikTok page and your, all your social media accounts. Cause your videography, listen, dude, I, I know Carl, Sh- Carl Shaker. I don't know the other guy you mentioned, yeah, but I think yeah. you're right up there with them. So I'm, I'm, I'm Frank, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely go check that. out his page. That's, that's a huge compliment okay. to me since he's like one of my, one of my idols for sure. That's awesome, dude. But anyways, so you're from the state of Massachusetts in the United States. I am indeed the best state. What was the best state? What What was it like growing up there? Um, so I am from from the Berkshires, which is a little part of uh, Western Massachusetts that most people don't even know about. People in Eastern Mass say it's it's not real. We're like out in the middle of nowhere, and like it, it's, it's big. Boonies. 
The boonies indeed. Yeah. So uh, I grew up with just outdoor everything. During the summer, you're on a hike every day. You're out on the lake, like rope swinging, you're finding, you're skiing. We have a ski mountain right in my town. So my childhood was just outdoors, everything. You're constantly just doing wild stuff. And all my friends are like that. We're all like trying to learn how to like throw double backflips off cliffs or like do the next cool like ski trick. So it's just a lot of kind of going outside and messing around. And I think that's another thing that really got me into travel is it just trying to do that same stuff, but in cooler places. So yeah. And then, yeah, and then of course we have, we have, we have Boston, which is in my opinion, a fabulous city. So I, I was taking day trips there all the time and I actually lived there for a year. So Massachusetts is a, is a nice place in my opinion. Yeah. There's a few things that Massachusetts are known for, right? One of them is the mass hole. Indeed. Can you maybe define the mass hole for people who don't know? Yeah. So if for people who haven't been to Massachusetts, uh, people from Massachusetts can be a little bit, a little bit rude sometimes, you know, we, uh, we're known for being bad drivers. We, uh, we love our, our iced coffee. So the mass hole is that classic person. They're a rowdy Patriots fan or Bruins fan. They will probably cut you off in traffic and then flip you off. Um, but very, very, yeah. What's that? Throw your dunk, throw their Dunkin' Donuts at you. Indeed, indeed. They'll have they'll have one Dunkin' Donuts to sip and one to throw out their window at your car. So that is that's the mass hole in a nutshell. So Massachusetts is also known for another thing. It's known for its accent. We get we indeed have a pretty wild accent. And I was wondering if you could maybe sample some some of that beautiful accent to to the people who don't know the Massachusetts accent. I can try. I'm so I'm from Western Mass, so it's not exactly my. Uh, it's more the Boston accent, so it's not my uh, my forte, but I'll, I'll give it my best shot. So you, you got to have like that, that we don't pronounce our R's at all. So you like, you, you park the car at Harvard Yard, you, you're driving around Southie, kid. You, you, you got you to get your donkeys and, and watch the Celts, kid, you know? That's, that's, that's my Boston accent. It's not perfect, but so that's 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 a great uh, sample right there, yeah, man. That was, I feel like I was I was in Bo- a Boston Garden. I'm, I'm glad I could I could do that. Sorry, the Garden, right? The Garden, yeah, the Garden. No, no ours, no ours. <laughs> so you know, you said you you, you know you, you lived in Boston for a year. Mm-hmm. What are maybe some of the hidden gems that you uh, that you've you've seen in Boston that m- most people don't know that you know if you're if if people from outside are looking to come to Boston. They want to hit those hidden gems. Where would you recommend? All right. Yeah. I mean, so I think Boston is like just like the perfect city to walk around. So whenever anyone asks me like what to do in Boston, I say just just walk around, hit like the North End, hit Back Bay and Beacon Hill. And there's all these like beautiful, beautiful little neighborhoods that you can just walk around and kind of see the city. Um, Hidden gems. It's a good question. I think maybe if you get get outside of Boston a little bit, like the North Shore has some really nice beaches and stuff. I think another thing, it's not really a not really a place, but the 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 blue bikes in Boston. Biking around Boston is like the absolute perfect way to see it. Big, big bike guys. So I think that's maybe not a hidden gem place, but a hidden gem way to way to see the city. So that's what yeah, I was and I think it sounds it sounds like it pairs really well with the the good drivers of Boston, right? It does, yeah. You know, bike bike <laughs> bike lanes, drivers flipping each other off. It's 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 chaotic, but that, that's that's Boston. That's good, man. Yeah. So you, you've had a chance to film for some artists at the concert series Boston Calling. I did. How was that? That was that was an interesting experience. I actually I I had moved to Boston and I wanted to to go film Boston Calling and I had like zero connections to anyone at the festival, anyone playing the festival, anyone working. So I just got on Instagram and I just DM'd every single artist at that was playing the festival. I'm like, so maybe maybe someone will answer. 
And I think like two weeks went by and I heard nothing. And then one day I was, I had already like kind of forgotten about it. I had kind of given up. I was like, it's not going to happen. And this, I just get a call from this, uh, this local rap group actually. And they brought me to the festival. I actually filmed some other concerts for them. I hung out with them at the VIP 10. I got to go nice. on stage with them and film everything. And like, I'm, I now have kind of connections with them. I, I haven't, I haven't talked to them in, in a couple, couple months, but like, we're still kind of, we all, we follow each other on Instagram and I can kind of hit them up whenever. So that was nice. an amazing experience. And that kind of shows like the power of just reaching out. You never, you never know what will happen. I was, I ended up on stage. I was eating oysters on the half shell at the VIP tent with like a rat food. Like it was, it was, it's pretty awesome to be a videographer for sure. That's wild, man. Wow. Yeah. All because of a DM, eh? Just, uh, yeah, all because of like 60 DMs, but one, one happened to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you're a really talented videographer. Can you share your journey, how you started from skiing videos and all the way to it being your full-time job? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, so I, as I said, I was, I'm from the Berkshires, which is like, all you can do is just be outdoors. So when I was probably 12 or 13, me and all my friends got GoPros. We were watching all these, these YouTube guys who just ski and cliff jump. And we're like, we want to make videos like that. So we would just spend our winter skiing and making videos of, <clears throat> of doing like all the, all the crazy stuff in the train park, trying to send our first front flips and back flips. And then we spend our summers cliff jumping and making random videos of like kind of whatever we can think of. And as time went on and I got to college and I started seeing all these YouTubers who were making these kind of similar videos, but just at a much higher level with real cameras and they're traveling the world and doing it. I was like, wow, I, I really want to do that. So I kind of spent all of college having, having a camera by my side as, as a hobby. I was doing videos with my friends. I had some classes. I was doing it for like the soccer team in my school. And eventually I, I graduated and I thought like, this is, this is what I want to do. Like I want to, I'm going to find a way to do it. And it really was TikTok that actually kind of made that take off. I would, I moved to Boston. I started posting a bunch of videos on TikTok and eventually the right people noticed to the point where I had like these, these big companies who were asking me to make videos for them. People inviting me to like come shoot like grand openings of bars and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I just kind of started making more and more videos and building connections until I got to the point where I could, I could travel and do it. And so, yeah, that's where I'm, that's where I'm at now. That's awesome. And is that what you studied in university or in college? Sorry? No, no. So I actually, I studied uh, biology. I had a, originally had a dream of being like a bioengineer. And I think freshman year when I, when I got the camera, I realized, you know what, I'd, I'd rather do this, but I'll, I'll keep going with college and have a backup plan. That's, that's definitely a good backup plan. Yeah, 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 for sure. So when you're making a video, mm -hmm. um, do you start from, or when you're editing a video, do you like start from the song? Do you, do you, do you listen to a song? You're like, oh, fuck, like I can make something with this. Or do you go vice versa doing, you know, kind of starting from the video and then adding a song to it? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's honestly a, a big mix of both. There are there are definitely times where I'll, I'll be scrolling through TikTok and hear a sound or I'll just be listening to music on my phone. And I'll just immediately have an idea. Like this song gives me this this feeling, and I I I know a video that I could make with this feeling. And then sometimes I have a video, and I just scroll for hours and hours, just trying to find the perfect song to like fit the feeling. And it's always a struggle. So yeah, definitely a bit of both, kind of whatever whatever happens. Yeah, like like for I guess just going over your content for me, mm -hmm. one of the things that really was like I, I first of all your, your content, I it, it just feels like a like a breath of fresh air. Yeah, yeah. It feels like, it, 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 like I, I go through a lot of TikTok traveler stuff, mm -hmm. different type of content. Yeah, a lot of it's pretty similar, and I just found that yours, I don't know, it just it's very artistic. Yeah, it's um, and I and I think the the word that I kind of 
gravitate towards is is feeling like i i get a feeling of of what you're doing like you're mm. you're, you're you're trying to make me feel something and i feel it and like you know what i mean like the artistic way like there was example there was a, a video where you're on top of a building and you're asked the guy like hey do you mind if i go on top of the building and, and record but like just the little things the fucking yeah, yeah. the hand going through the grass and like i was just like fuck man like this <laughs> is the, the song just kind of mixes right yeah. in and i'm like man like Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, awesome. Thank you so much. Cause that's kind of like as a videographer, like, or I think any artist, like your, your, your goal is to make someone feel something either what you're feeling or what you're trying to portray. So like, that's, that's perfect. That's exactly what I'm going for. You're doing good, dude. Thank you. With, with that amount of compliments that I've been throwing at you. All right. Not gaslighting. I'll, I'll take them. I'll take them. <laughs> so I want to use your expert videographer skills okay. and I want you to, and I, and I want you to maybe peek into consulting a little bit. I want you to have a look, maybe my Insta page, okay. maybe at my, what j I, I, I need some tips. I know I'll never make it to max. I want to make it to like max at like 15 doing those skiing videos. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I mean, ho hopefully, I don't know if I'm an expert, but hopefully I can, I can somewhat help. Yeah. How, how can I improve? I mean, so I would say just like in, in general, like one of my, my biggest things, which I'm, I'm definitely still trying to figure out is like how to just grab someone with a hook. So what I usually try to do is like, when I tell a story, I try to think of like the, the, the main, like kind of tagline from that story. Like when I'm whatever, whatever is most crazy and grabbing. And then I put that right at the beginning of the video to try and just like get people. So I'll be like, Yes, I bri like bribed this Vietnamese family to go on a hike or like this restaurant sold drugs on the menu and just have that have that crazy tagline just right at the beginning to try and tell a story. And then as far as like videos go, just as I said, like, as you were saying, kind of like try and like think of what video makes you what makes you like makes you feel something, you know, so like when you when you're trying to make a video and you see this really, really cool shot, which like and it just seems like it's awesome, but then it doesn't necessarily make you feel what you want to feel. You got to think like, is that, is that what I should include in the video? So yeah, just like kind of, just kind of scrolling on, on Instagram right now. And I don't know, I, th I think, I think it was pretty good. I think you got some pretty good, some pretty good taglines to start pretty good, uh, like supporting media. So is I think, I think, I think you're well on your way. Is the quality where it should be? So that's, that's one thing. That's one thing that I've, I've started to kind of find story over quality every time. I, I have had some videos. I've had some videos where I, I didn't have camera clips to put on this story, but I had some that I'd snapped on my like iPhone eight. This was like, like back in the day. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put these crappy videos and hopefully give people some context with those. And these videos got like a, a million views on TikTok, like, like hundreds of thousands of likes. And so I started to realize that great camera quality, of course, is important, you know, try and watch some, some YouTube to get the best settings and all that. But people, people just love a story above everything. And if you can tell a story with bad videos, if it's a good story, it's going to do well and people are going to like it. Awesome. So my iPhone 3GS is just, I'm, I'm keeping it forever. Fuck that. I think, I think your, I, I think your iPhone 3GS will do just fine with a good story. Fucking right, boys. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah, right on. So I appreciate that. I will, I will, I will yeah, definitely sure. be, continue to focus on the story. And I, and I thank you for your expertise. Mm -hmm. Of course. So you've got the you've got the opportunity to arguably have a dream job for a bit of time. You were working on a I fucking did, party boat. What did, was indeed. that like? So that that was a pretty unbelievable experience. Um, there's this this work exchange company, World Packers, had hit me up. They would emailed me after seeing some of my TikToks and wanted me to go try one of their jobs. And I figured I'm going to go out to Europe anyway. Like that's that's perfect. I can I can do some traveling and 
maybe do it for free. And I'm scrolling through these jobs and I'm seeing a lot of like working in hostels and working on farms, which like I honestly think would be very fun. Like I think it's really cool to just to just live with somebody who's a local and they can show you around and just get to meet people. And then I stumbled upon this job as a boat party promoter. And I was like, I, I, I can't pass that up. And we applied and it just worked out. Like a few, a few weeks later, me and my, one of my best friends had just, we, we showed up in Croatia and we just get picked up and you're just, I'm, I'm living in a house with a bunch of like other like 21, 22, 23 year olds, all my age where we're waking up every morning to go party on this boat which just goes out into the Blue Lagoon and split Croatia. It's one of the most like beautiful places, blue water, this really awesome architecture to look at. And you're just surrounded by young, beautiful people having an amazing time. And I will say it, it, it gets a little tiring. There's a, a, a lot of like repetitiveness, a lot, a lot of alcohol too, which is yeah. not necessarily my favorite thing in the world. I definitely, I definitely enjoy, enjoy a good drink, but this was like drinking every day and you would just party and swim and meet all these amazing people. And then that night, go out and go to the bar and try and invite people on the boat. So you basically just spend your life getting, like, inviting people to parties and just having a great time, traveling for free, living for free, and just meeting awesome people. So that was that was a dream for sure. So it's like a tough on the liver uh, job. Yes, in, indeed. I mean, I'm I'm not the heaviest drinker, so I was I was able to to kind of coast by on a minimal amount of alcohol. But there were there were definitely some days where I felt it. Where you wake up after a, a day of a boat party and a night of clubbing, and you're like, "Oof, I need, you know, I need water, a break." Like, dehydrates you, right? Like the sun. Yeah. And like, oh yeah. And then everything, the boat is like tipping around, and people are starting to get like seasick and whatnot. But those are those are the few negatives. I would say the positives, the positives heavily outweighed the negatives for sure. And like I, I met so many awesome people who I'm still friends with now. So it was it was it was like a dream experience. Nice. Any yeah. any crazy stories from that? Yeah, there were uh, there were a couple a couple of crazy stories. We get a. A lot of of rowdy uh, bachelor parties on the boat, mm. so there were some some wild ones like that. I found I found the bachelor wearing wearing my shirt a couple of times. He just I had taken my shirt off and I found him wearing my shirt uh, a couple couple times. Got thrown up on, which is never fun. But uh, the, I think the wildest story was was this group of like twenty Irish men who came um, and a separate couple of French people. And the French man had had way too much to drink. He's like completely unconscious. They're trying to do CPR on him. They're just waiting for the boat to dock so we can get him on an ambulance. And this rowdy group of Irish guys decided to jump off the boat right when we're docking, which is a big no-no because the uh, the Croatian boat, like the, the owner of the boat can get in a lot of trouble. Um, so this French man is like trying to get transported on the ambulance. Meanwhile, these Irish men are swimming back to shore and all the Croatian like sailors are waiting there to just like beat them up. And these Irish guys get on. And this whole fight breaks out. The, the Croatians versus the Irish guys. There's like fists flying and 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 feet flying. Meanwhile, ten feet away, there's an ambulance, and they're trying to transport this French guy. And it was just a, a mess of of a night. But everything ended okay. I think everyone was okay. So it nobody died. It wasn't nobody died. Fuck, dude. <laughs> but that was that was that was one to see. Yeah. Yeah. So you're a big football guy, from what I understand. A uh, football, yeah, yeah, somewhat. I I, I played in, in in high school and college, so nice. I don't well, I don't get to watch too often. But well, oh, what's that? Juventus, uh, Chelsea. I I no. do have a Juventus, but Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea's Chelsea's been my team. But yeah, nice. And, and yeah. I guess during your times abroad, have you had a chance to go see any games? So I I did not get to see any in person, unfortunately. I was 
I was uh, I was traveling in uh, Madrid when there was a big Real Madrid game, but it was sold out. We tried to go. I was in Amsterdam when there was a big Ajax game, but we couldn't couldn't make it either. But I did get to watch a lot of the World Cup. I was out out at at a bar watching the World Cup every night. And oh, in Europe, it's like, in the World Cup. Oh, uh, what's that? You were in the World Cup. You were in uh, Europe during the World Cup. I was indeed. I was in I was in Spain for most of it. I got to watch an, an England game in London, which is a pretty awesome opportunity. I watched some games in Dublin. I was kind of traveling all over. But yeah, I just go out to a bar every night and people in Europe get rowdy. So it's, it, was, it was really fun to watch the World Cup there. If you don't have tickets, it's the best fucking place to go and watch. Oh, yeah. I'm, so, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. but it's, it's oh, insane. Yeah. And dude, London especially. London was wild for the England game. It was like 500 people packed into this, this like outside, outdoor bar and people got rowdy. And unfortunately, that was the game they got eliminate, eliminated in, but... It's still awesome to watch for sure. They get eliminated every year, right? Yeah, I know. It's it's not coming home. <laughs> no, no. I uh, I I came across one of your videos. Uh, I think it was you had your Juventus jersey in, in Naples, and yes, uh, yes. you were getting some shit for that. And it just I got a lot of shit. Story. For I, I, yeah. I think of a story. So I was in fucking Brazil, mm -hmm. and when I'd go to a different state, every time I go to a different state, I'd buy that. Like, so I was going to like Bahia next. So I was like, all right, I'll get the Bahia jersey, or I was going to yeah. Minas Gerais. So I was like, all right, I'll get the Minas Gerais jersey. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. if you're lo if you're there with the local team and you have their jersey, you're the best friend. You know what I mean? But oh, yeah. it's dangerous. Yeah. Of I'm course, like, yeah. I I want to be liked here. Like, I don't want to be a contrarian yeah, at all. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we're in in the Bahia state. Mm -hmm. I've got my Bahia jersey. We've just left the beach, and we're we're going to look to go watch the. Uh, there was the final of the, the their league there, and it was Palmeiras versus. Okay. Yeah. Somebody. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So we walk into this bar. I've got the local jersey, and then everybody turns around and looks at me in the bar and just starts yelling. And they all have Palmeiras colors. Oh, no. And my buddy nudges me and he says, don't say anything. These guys are soccer hooligans. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so, so basically, I just... I just like was like I don't fuck like my buddy was he speaks Portuguese so he's just like hey like mm -hmm. but like he doesn't know like he's just yeah, dumb yeah. tourist like don't don't worry about him and then they, they eventually stopped yelling they scored luckily they all they're all starting to cheer and shit yeah, yeah. they're 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 setting off fucking fireworks oh in my the gosh that's crazy yeah yeah so I eventually bought you know a couple of the guys a beer and we were all good but it was just yeah like, yeah uh, just kind of a lesson in in, in soccer man so fuck yes. Yeah. Some of these countries, man, they take it fucking seriously. Not they the take US. It, they take it really seriously. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you take it very fucking seriously. But holy yeah, shit, they... yeah. No, they get, they get, they'll get mad out of here wearing like their their opposing team's jersey. Sometimes got to think about that. <laughs> yeah, but no, man, definitely something you should check out next time you're abroad. Like we went to, yeah. uh, we went to one in, uh, we went to a game in Colombia in June, mm -hmm. and dude, okay, bonkers. I'm sure that sounds like a blast. Yeah, I love, I love how, I love how wild they get like dude they, they jumped up and down for fucking 90 minutes yeah yeah i mean like that's like just the best the best atmosphere to be in you can't even get that at a hockey game i'm just saying like there's no other place yeah. that anyways it's unreal yeah. you gotta you gotta fucking do it no 100 there's another thing i want to talk about before we get into the top five yeah psychedelics all right so i want to talk about psychedelics because i think we're living in a time where it's really interesting when it comes to, to psychedelics yeah. there's we're, we're discovering that there's potential health benefits in terms of mental health experts believe that you know proper application of these drugs can potentially help you know with ptsd anxiety yeah, disorders yeah. Uh, yeah. depression and like in, in canada for example we're now seeing that there's medical practitioners that are allowing clients to come in and do the drugs supervised mm -hmm. uh, for for like therapy like ketamine yeah. 
yeah. LSD, psilocybin. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, I personally am, am all for that stuff. I uh, I hadn't really had a chance to, to, to try that much. I, I've kind of always been like a, a bit afraid of like altering my mind that much. Like I hear some some crazy stuff about like like DMT and, and wild stuff like that. But uh, after being in places like like Thailand, where it's not it's not legal, but a lot of people do it, or places like Amsterdam where it is legal, and you just see how like how how happy people are and how much like stuff like that can benefit, how safe it is even like like yeah. I am I'm I'm all for stuff like that, especially like when we have like like alcohol is such like a, a prevalent part in like every culture, and it's like one of the most like dangerous like worst drugs for you. You kind of you kind of start to realize like maybe all that all that natural stuff is like really really good for the mind, the body, and yeah. So I'm 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 pro. I'm I'm a bit a big proponent proponent of, mm -hmm. and I mean, don't get me wrong. The, this this show is called Two Beers Will Take Off. I I love a oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I love to have a yes. beer. Yeah, yeah. I am a big proponent of if you do something and the next day you feel like shit, I'm mm -hmm. great for you. Uh, yeah, I am. I am. I am all for that for sure. But I mean, like weed, there's not really a hangover. Yeah, like psychedelics. Yeah. I mean, you might get there's some there's some secondary effects, but I mean, you're not yeah, yeah. completely dead. Like you're not hungover, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and like I, yeah, usually you come out probably come out feeling better, honestly. Yeah, like I I don't have a ton of experience with uh, psychedelics, but I recently did mm -hmm. ayahuasca and. The next day, I wasn't like like physically fucked up. Like I wasn't like yeah, sick yeah. or like headache or anything like that. It was more like reflecting on the experience made me like yeah, whoa, like that. Yeah, that oh, I'm tough, sure. That's a but, that's kind of a, kind of a wild experience to go through. Yeah, and I mean, like I'd never done any other psychedelics, so it was it's really mm -hmm. jumping off the deep end. And, oh yeah, big big one, big boy to start with. Yeah. Uh, do you ever think that uh, yeah. with kind of the advancements with uh, psychedelics in Canada, for example, do you think the U.S. will ever adopt something yeah. like that? I honestly do. Yeah, I think that I think that the U.S. can uh, can be a little behind the times and on a, on a lot of stuff. But I think that I mean, like in Massachusetts, like maybe ten years ago, like weed was one of the most like just like you were you're evil if you smoke weed. And now, like in my hometown, there's like six dispensaries, like like within like a ten minute drive of me. So I think that it just, it takes a little bit of time to, to get used to stuff like that. And I think that psychedelics might be a, a bit down the road for sure, but I don't, I don't, I don't see why not. It, like, especially when I've looked up, like, like mushrooms, they're like supposed to be like the safest drug, like safer than weed. So I think that, I think that over the next couple of years, we'll, we'll hopefully adopt stuff like that. Yeah. Is it, is it for you guys? It's still federally illegal, but it's legal in your state. Is that what it is? It is. Yeah. Yeah. So federally at the federal level, it is illegal, but like, in Massachusetts, anyone can, you can walk down the street with a joint. Like it's no big deal. Kind of just do whatever you want with it. Right on, man. Well, I, I know, I, th I think you have a, a bit of a story with psychedelics that you may have tried. I do. I do. I do indeed. Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, that was in Thailand, actually. I was, uh, where was I? I was in, uh, I was in, I was in Vietnam first to start. I was in uh, Ho Chi Minh City and I was out at dinner one night uh, with this, this girl that we had met at the hostel and a few of my friends. And she was telling us about this place that she had gone in Thailand called Rayleigh Beach, which is kind of a somewhat like remote uh, little little beach town. And she was telling us about these 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 magic smoothies they have there. And we're like, that sounds that sounds pretty cool. So when we uh, when we got to Thailand, we actually we were in Bangkok and we took a 13 hour sleeper train to get down south and ended up in this small town called Ao Nang. And my my brother was all all for trying it. So was my friends so like, all right, so. Uh, what we have to do to get to Rayleigh, it's like completely like disconnected from from mainland Thailand. It's it's not an island, but like there's just huge cliffs on all sides. Like you can't drive there, you can't even walk there. So we had to get this boat there. It's like a a little boat ride, and you get there, and it's just it's like it's this oasis. It's like this little like kind of like 
like it's almost like like a rastafarian little beach town like there are all these thai rastafarian guys like they all have like the jamaican jamaican flag and the rastafarian colors but they're all thai guys and they're all like every single restaurant's just like just uh advertising like magic smoothies and happy shakes and whatnot and we're walking down the street and this one this one thai guy just like comes up to to me and my brother and starts feeling our hair and my my brother has like much wilder hair than i do he has this crazy curly afro and this guy's just infatuated with our hair. He's feeling it. He's like, you guys got to come into my shop for a smoothie. And we're like, I, I mean, if you, if you insist. So, uh, so we head into this little shop. And yeah. So we had, we got, we got these, uh, these banana smoothies and we kind of all shared, we shared like two of them and just kind of hung out in this, in this little, little, little bowl bar for a bit and had a great time. And we're like, let's go, let's go head to the beach. So, uh, so we headed to the beach to go just have like, you know, a beautiful time on the beach. It's like white sand beach. We kind of had it to ourselves too. And we're just sitting there all like kind of looking at the mountains and seeing stuff kind of move around, like nothing too crazy, but just like mild stuff that makes you feel amazing. And we look over and it's just this big daunting cave. Like it's kind of like a, like it's like that, like the vertigo effect. You just see this cave off in the distance and it's like terrifying. But for some reason we're all just like, we have to go in there. So we all just like band to this cave. You have to climb up like rocks. We're all like struggling to do it. And we get in this cave and we're just like all just amazed by this, this cave and we turned this corner and my brother had gone ahead and he turned this corner and we turned the corner and he's just not there. And all we see is like a hundred foot drop. And me and my friend just start freaking out. We're like, we're, we're like, where did he go? Like, we're trying to like look down this hundred foot cliff for his body, like trying to figure out what happened. We cannot figure out. And we're like, we're not in the right, the right mindset to, to really like be, be dealing with this stuff, be dealing with like a missing brother on a hundred foot cliff. Oh. And some some other people ended up entering the cave and we're like, we're freaking out. We're trying to get some help from them. We're all yelling his name, no answer. I'm like, I'm like freaking out, trying to figure out like what, what we're going to do, like how we're going to like, like find him. Like if we have to call like the National Guard or something. And like, this is like a remote beast town. Like we're like, we're freaking out. And then all of a sudden he just pops his head out of this little hole and he's like, yo, come check this like little, little ledge I found. And we're, we're the day was saved, thankfully. I, uh. I had never felt more like calm in my life after that. All the adrenaline, my like just settled, and I was like, and the rest of the day was amazing. We got to, we got to like hang out with monkeys and swim in the water and whatnot. But let me tell you, don't 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 let your your brother wander off in in, in moments like that with like hundred foot cliffs. No, you need you need you need a a, a leash. Yes, to yes. To, you know what I mean? Like yeah, find yourself yeah. to somebody else so you don't lose I know. people because losing people induces paranoia a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. I think he was just like so amazed with everything. He's just walking around and just wasn't paying attention, but. No, not not a fun experience right there. So was it was it your first time trying? It was in my first and most recent. I haven't I haven't really tried anything since then. But yeah, it was it was, it was a great time with that with that one exception of that that like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. So learn a bit yeah. from this. Let's get the leashes, boys. And yes, indeed, buddy. I'll tie tie yourself together. Yeah. All right. What do you say we get into the top five? Yeah. Let's let's do it. All right, buddy. So in this one, to remind the people listening, we are doing a bit of a situational exercise. Max and I, our passports have been limited to five countries, meaning that we can't go to any other country except for these five. So Max, I'll let you as the guest start us off. So I think I'm going to have to go with Brazil. Brazil's my, my number one. Big, big, huge country, pretty diverse. You know, I think it's Maybe not the the most stable, but it's it's gonna be cheap. It's gonna be it's gonna be an adventure, nonetheless. So I think Brazil's my number one. Fuck yeah, dude. 
Man, that, that's, that was one of mine. That was one of my yeah. books. Uh, Brazil, uh, just an FYI, there's a really good uh, state that not a lot of people go to. Um, it's called Minas Gerais. Nuts. Yeah. Their, their biggest city is called Belo Horizonte. Okay, I've never heard of Belo it. Belo Horizonte. Horizonte, mm-hmm. I guess. But the T-E there, they ch- it. Anyways, there's nothing there. Okay. But they have the most bars per capita. I'm there. I'll have, to, I'll have to check it out. It is so fucking good, man. Yeah. I'm telling oh, yeah. you, it's chicken hearts, barbecue spots everywhere, and just basically like like patio sets in front, and just bars everywhere. I'll have to check it out when I'm when I'm when I'm stuck in Brazil as one of my five countries. Yeah, dude. And I mean, brushes. Fuck that. That's a that's a sick pick. Hell yeah. All right. So my for uh, my first pick here. I'm going the U.S. of A. Baby. Let's go. Going for the throat. I, I respect yeah, that thing. I think that we, we kind of have similar strategies here because, you know, if we're only limited to these five countries, we have to have some space. We need some, you know, a lot of shit to go see. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that Brazil and U.S. definitely hit both of those. But I'm going U.S. I feel like it's diverse enough. I'm a big fan of American football mm-hmm. and I can't be limited to never go see a game. So, yeah, just say fair enough. USA, baby. If I, if I didn't live here my whole life, I would pick USA. I just got to I just got to get out a little bit. Fuck, dude! You guess you'll never be able to see your parents again, though. I know. You know what? I'll have them. I'll have them come visit me in Brazil. Say <laughs> them. All right. All right. We're, we're we're going snake draft. So I'm picking number two. Okay. And I'm going to go Australia. Solid pick. Australia is a little bit. It's it's similar in terms of the U.S. It's a large area. There's a lot of shit. Beaches. Beaches are king. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of people know, but you can actually there's snowboard ski there too, right? There's mountains in in Australia. I feel like Australia's got a lot of it. Like they got the depth, oh, yeah. they got the mountains, they got the beaches. Great people. Go to Australia, dude. That is that is a good pick. Very good pick. Ooh. All right. What should I go for? At my number two, you know, I'm gonna go with a, a bit of a smaller country. Maybe, maybe I wouldn't say underrated, but a bit of a smaller country. I'm gonna go with Spain. Spain number yes. two, very yes, like diverse yes. landscape. I was I was recently road trip Spain. Like everything you want, you want like a jungly feeling. You got it. You want mountains. You want beaches. You want anything. Love the food. Love the people. Love the language. Spain number two. What was your favorite part of Spain? Um, so I lived in Barcelona and I love Barcelona. Um, although I know some people, some, a lot of, a lot of the Spanish people don't even want to consider that Spain anymore. They were like hating on them the whole time. They're like, yeah, they want to leave. Like, but, um, I, uh, I spent, I spent a couple of days in Granada and Granada was just unreal. It was one of my, like, so great. yeah, it's, it's like, uh, kind of near Malaga. It's like, it's only like 40 miles from the ocean, but it's like way up in the mountains. There's, you can, you can see palm trees and snow capped mountains in the same view, like beautiful neighborhoods. Awesome hikes, awesome food. Yeah, I I, I love Granada. Tapas is huge, eh? It's like my, my, my favorite way to eat. My favorite way to eat. Fuck. Uh, did you did you get to do the Basque region? No, I didn't. In the West? I did not, unfortunately. I was I was in a. My brother was studying abroad in uh, in Salamanca, Spain, which is kind of not not like not right there, but somewhat close. But we went we went south from there instead of north. So that gives me that uh, gives me more to explore when I'm when I'm stuck in Spain. Awesome, dude. Right on. So a snake draft, you're you're right back to number three. All right. Um, hmm. I might I might be sticking with some uh some of those these medium sized countries. I might go for uh, for South Africa here. Ooh. I wanna I want I want those I want those mountains. I want that 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 wild landscape and the wildlife. I'm I'm tr- trying to kind of have a diverse pick. You know, Brazil, South Africa, Spain. Get a bit of a bit of of all the world, so I can when I'm traveling, I can see everything. Um, and I have a lot of friends in South Africa, so I have people to visit and stay with. So I'm, 
I'm taking South Africa. The wine. The wine. South African wine. Is that, that is that a big thing? Yeah, dude. I'll have to try it. Again, again, more for me to explore when I'm there. You're killing it on these three, man. Fuck. <laughs> right. I feel like I've taken a couple, maybe of the... Uh, I feel like I've taken some safe picks. Mm -hmm. I feel like you've gone for some really, like, sexy, like... I've been trying to, yeah, I've been trying to get a little, a little wild, you know? Yeah. So I'm going to go and pick one that you might not have thought of, but I'm going Czech Republic. All right. I'm, I'm interested to hear why absolutely love czech republic czech republic is the place in the world that consumes the most beer per capita in the world it's like 180 some liters per person wow. per year perfect for the podcast it's cheap as fuck the beer is great amazing hockey culture in canadian really i would have never expected that dude yeah check is check is great hockey wow. country. i'm going check dude i live yeah. there yeah you you have you have convinced me i have to i have to go check out the czech republic to yeah. check it out when no pun intended Okay, so I'm going Czech Republic, and this one here, I'm, I'm going with an undeniable pick here. Maybe the smaller country, like like uh, you know, you picked a couple small ones, and Czech Republic's another small one. So I'm going to go with another small one, but I'm going to go with maybe the goat in terms of food. And I'm going Italy. That is that is a fabulous pick. Italy, I feel like, is broken down in so many different regions that. It, it's it's a bit like Spain. Like you can do different types of different areas, oh, yeah. and there's different experiences. You know, you could do the north with the Milan and see, you know, near the mountains. You can do the south, you know, Sicily, Tuscany. There's just so much shit. Roll, heard of it? Absolutely. I'm I'm a huge I'm a huge Italy fan, so I'm all for that pick. Like the only thing that sucks about Italy is the crowds. Yeah, because of how yeah. awesome it is. Yeah, it can get crazy. I was there. I was there in uh, in September for a couple weeks though, in like the Amalfi Coast. It it wasn't bad. End of September. Is is perfect. Like what? Not too busy. Kind of had everything to myself. And it was, yeah, and it was still like it was still warm enough to go swimming, but like not like deadly hot. It was it was great. September in Italy is like perfect. Completely agree. I was considering Croatia, but I just feel like yeah, you kind of get that food. The food's better in Italy. Yeah, same yeah. type of landscape, similar type landscape. Yeah, yeah. You get the you're, they're just across from each other. So I just had yeah. to go with the upgrade. The 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 blue chip pick of Italy. I'm 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 all for that. Fabulous pick. All right. And at number four, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. So I've got USA, I've got Australia, I've got Czech Republic, and I've got Italy. So I'm... All right, so you got four. Right, I have Brazil, Spain, South Africa. Okay, I'm going... Um, Thailand. Thailand. Yeah, I feel um, like you were going to pick it. And again, I'm again, I'll Thailand. Thailand, you, you sold me with the experience, you know, really yeah. sounds like an amazing place. Um, was, listen, I, I think food, food is sick. So good. Beaches are sick. Amazing. Cheap as fuck. Indeed. I'm sold. I, yeah. Thailand, Thailand's like a fabulous pick. Thailand was amazing. Damn, I'm gonna have to. So you're 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 down to your next two picks. Okay, I am gonna I'm gonna go for my number four here. I'm gonna go uh go India. Ooh. I think I think that that I haven't I actually haven't been to India yet, but that's one of like the top places that I want to go to. It just looks again like pretty big country. I think that it just has so much to offer. You have crazy mountains in the north, um, like beautiful beaches in the south, amazing food, wild culture. I think kind of an up and coming country that you know will hopefully be more developed in the coming years but like you you still get that kind of wild feeling of adventure so i think that india india is my number four hell yeah dude i'm a, I'm a I actually i really like india this year i really want to get to india india is one of those places in in asia that i just have not not gotten to get to and i really want to so india is number four and then number five i'm gonna go for another another kind of small country a little uh little adventure type country i'm going i'm going to iceland Ooh. so I have heard, unfortunately, Iceland is very expensive. So that might be 
a quick little a little trips here and there, but it just looks unreal. I uh, I have I have a friend going there for a ski trip soon, actually, which I didn't even really know skiing was was big there. But I can ski there. Just the most unreal landscapes, waterfalls. Just it seems like the perfect place for an adventure to just go out on your own and just explore. And that's like what I'm all about. I just want to like kind of just just find things, find things off the beaten path. So Iceland, number five. It is a smaller country, like you said. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's 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 definitely fucking very. There's there's a lot of shit you can do, like you said. Oh yeah, there's so much beauty in a small land in, in a small country. But yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The only thing that would keep me away and has kept me away, I guess, is the prices. But yeah, yeah, I've heard. Everybody, unfortunately, I've heard it. It's very expensive. So it might be a couple of years before I'm there. But yeah, dude. But I mean, I've never heard a complaint about that place. And yeah, yeah. I, I've I've only heard great things. So like, I have to check it out. Yeah, but no, that's that's a great pick, dude. So listen, yeah. uh, just to recap here, so Max has Brazil, Spain, South Africa, India, and Iceland. And I went with USA, Australia, Czech Republic, Italy, and Thailand. So this will this will be up on Sunday. So go ahead and vote on the Insta to see who wins. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see. You got you got some good picks there. So I might I might I might not be able to compete, but who knows? I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Yeah, for sure. So Max, so I guess last question for you, buddy. What's what's next? What's next? Oh, so that's that's a good question. I'm I'm somewhat trying to, trying to figure out still. I am. Uh, I think I'm I'm gonna be traveling around the U.S. for the next like month month or two. Uh, just trying to do some work, do some video stuff, kind of get the bank account looking nice so that I can hopefully travel more. And then I'm thinking about heading off to uh, to Central America, maybe South America too. I'm thinking. I really want to get to to Mexico and then kind of work my way down and maybe if I have time get to to Colombia, Brazil, Peru, you know, Argentina and kind of see hopefully see everything. I mean, as I said my goal is to to go to every country, so that might take some time, but yeah, I really really want to get to to Latin America. Talking right, dude. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Can you can and you actually of course, people where they can find you? You're are you on you're on YouTube, you're on TikTok? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was that was, that was the other thing I was going to say like of course just just making more videos. I'm a I'm on TikTok, uh, YouTube, and Instagram, all as my name, Max Tabakin. So M A X T A V A K I N. So yeah, I got I have so many, so many stories from Europe and from Asia that I just haven't gotten to tell yet, and so much footage that I'm kind of just sitting around waiting to upload and waiting to edit. So over the, the coming weeks and coming months and coming years, I'll definitely be posting a lot of of adventures and stories, and hopefully making some some new adventures and some new stories to tell. So yeah. Awesome, dude. Anyways, yeah. I highly recommend that follow. Go check out. Thank you very much. Super excited for for your for where you're going, man. I'm 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 just so excited to follow along and see where you end up. Yeah, I really appreciate that. I am too. And listen, dude. Any any time that you know you you go to fucking India, you you go to Central America, and you some crazy shit happens, you're always welcome to come on and tell some crazy stories. Thank you very much. I'm I'm hoping I'll have some have some really crazy ones coming. Fucking right, dude. Thank you for listening to Two Beers Till Takeoff. Do you want free additional content or just to stay connected with the show? Then give us a follow on our social media platform. That means TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all of them. Are you in need of podcast production services, video editing, or anything in between? Then look no further than Strut Sound Productions, the official producer of the Two Beers Till Takeoff podcast. Music produced by Alex Gagne. Check out his work in our show notes. Voiceover done by Viking Leo K. See you next week on Two Beers Till Takeoff. Take off.